So I found that a lot of brands really are open to collaborations, but then only a few of those are actually open to collaborating with people that are in the same industry or people or organizations that are in the same industry as them. So if you've been shying away from collaborating with brands in the same industry as yours, then listen in for five benefits of collaborating with brands that are in the same industry. Welcome to the Creative Creative Podcast, where you get business tips for your creative hustle and learn how to use marketing and branding to help you create and grow an authentic brand. With me, your host, Anisu Chukumba. The truth is that it can actually be really difficult to collaborate with brands that are in the same industry as yours and that might be doing similar things. And that's especially if you haven't actually developed a differentiation strategy, which in a nutshell shows that you may have not adequately defined your target audience or created something that makes you stand out from similar brands with similar offerings. So defining your target audience would essentially help you understand the kind of person that you want to serve, which, if well-defined, can actually differ from your competitor's target audience, which means that you're in the same industry, but because you don't actually want to serve the exact same people, you're not really actually close competitors or you aren't competing on the level that you may think you are. So I know that this can actually just be a bit confusing at first if you haven't had a chance to actually dive deeper into target marketing and understanding your target audience in a bit more depth. But a slight difference for a wholesaler, for example, of hats um, could be one that makes hats geared towards, let's say, fashion accessories or your fashion type hats, right? And one that might even make hats that are more functional. Already when you're looking at those, they're looking at maybe serving a specific audience, but the function of the product becomes quite different. And the use also becomes quite different on there, right? So yeah, you can go into past episodes or you can like DM me as well if you'd like to dive into this a little bit more on how to define your target audience and actually see who is targeting the same people as you and who you need to look at as close competitors or who you can actually um, think about as a competitor that you can collaborate with because they have complementary goods, right? Goods or services. Okay, we are going to get into this. And before I actually get into this, if you do want to go into your target marketing just a little bit more, I do have a free resource that might help you tap into it. It will help you because this is what I use with my consulting clients. It's essentially a short worksheet that I use with entrepreneurs and founders that sign on for a 16-minute content idea generation session. And it will help you actually just think about that a little bit more. So you can head on over to www.thecreatedcreative.com forward slash ideal clients or just click on the link that I'll put in the description box in the episode. Okay, so our reasons on why you need to consider collaborating with brands in the same industry as yours. Okay, so the first one is visibility, which simply means increasing the number of people that it get exposed to your brand. 
if you've listened to anything that I've said in the past couple of months, you've probably heard me say that it's a visibility game. So essentially, when you're visible, it means that people people can easily access information around you and they can easily see what it is that you're doing, right? And can get information as well. So essentially on this, um, collaborating with brands in the same industry as yours can actually help you um, get in front of their audience or their customers and will help you with brand awareness, right? So visibility is quite important because the more people see you, the more people get to know about you and what you do. Remember that people can't buy from brands that they don't know. So you want to become known and then you want to become memorable. Okay, then the second thing is increased audience engagement. So depending on the nature of the collaboration, it could help you boost your engagement and your sales as well. So if you collaborate on something that requires people to engage with your brand, like an event that people might have to attend virtually or in person, or even giveaways. Um, So I'm sure that you've seen like maybe a lot of giveaways that tell you to tag two friends in the comments and share to your stories um, to stand a chance to win XYZ product, right? That's a way of other people having to actually go onto your pages and follow you or comment on your posts. And that's a form of engagement, of online engagement, right? And then the next thing is credibility. So that's the third point. So I went into this a little bit in episode 30, which if you're keen to go into into that, you can. Um, but essentially, if people trust the brand that you've partnered with, right? So that was about, about brand associations. I'm speaking too quickly. But if people trust the brand that you've partnered with, they will see it as someone they know and trust. Trusting another brand enough to publicly work with them, right? It's almost like a a seal of approval or a stamp of approval, because you won't publicly show that you're working with someone unless you think that they will live up to what it is they're saying they will do, right? So associations are really helpful. And I encourage you to even think about five brands that you would like to work with, partner with, or be seen with. Um, And this is both personal and business brands. Also remember that the power of association goes both ways. So take time to actually understand what they are known for and see if it aligns with you and where you want to take your brand. Okay, and then the next thing, which is our fourth point, is thought leadership. So if you are a bigger player in the industry and are facilitating a space for similar brands, it will show that you are an authority in the space and that you aren't actually scared of bringing other people to the table, right? So think of this like an artist starting a gallery to support other artists, or if you're in the tech space, a developer creating a platform for developers to come together and share industry insights and improve the quality of work. It literally just changes the game. You go from competing with people to creating a space for people to come together. The mindset changes, right? And I've done this a couple of times with um, the different personal brands that I've worked with where we've literally gone from working on one-on-one and working on their brand to actually seeing if maybe 
they want to start facilitating conversations or starting um, Twitter spaces or Instagram lives surrounding that specific industry. And they literally go from being someone that's competing to being a thought leader that someone that other people come to for information or other people want to learn from them, right? Um, okay. And then, which actually goes into the next point, which is community. So when people see you work with other brands, they'll see that you're not working in isolation. And they'll think that you actually really want to solve the problem for the group of people that you set out to serve and aren't just thinking about competition, right? You're going above competition to actually try and solve that problem. So also remembering that collaboration can be coming together to solve an issue in an industry um, for example, if you come together to develop policies surrounding your products and services or come together to improve accessibility in the industry, right, then people will actually see you do something that's bigger than yourself. And they're just certain boxes that you can tick in a person's mind when you when you do things like that. So actually think about it in terms of other brands that you've seen going above their actual day-to-day -day work um, to do things that could benefit you as a customer or consumer of their goods and services. So this is something that I saw in Unpublished, which is another organization that I that I that I that I work in and am building. But we essentially created a um, photography festival and hosted this last year right so I had the opportunity of speaking to some founders in different African countries and it was interesting to see that there were similarities in where the gaps were and already we went from just trying to have conversations to facilitating conversations and bringing people together the the game changed Okay, then our last point is shared opportunities. So remember that what other players in your industry do also impacts you. So this applies to both big and small industries, right? So for people in developing countries like mine, there are industries like the tech industry that can be considered fairly small or they're starting up. So when someone buys from a startup, they... If they don't have a good experience, they could actually just shy away from buying from people that are starting up or brands that are starting up in general, right? So that's something that will affect everyone in that industry because now you've all lost a customer. So remember that behind each organization is a group of people and behind a brand is a founder or co-founders that are also just trying to find their way and trying to find ways to improve their business or ease the challenge of doing business in their home country too, right? So you want to actually think beyond yourselves and actually have conversations, have conversations with people that are starting other businesses as well, um, even ones that are doing similar things. You might find that, let's say, if they tap into an opportunity and get invited to speak or get invited to present on something and they're not able to, um, they might actually refer you because, you know, you're not someone that's within their network. I mean, that's happened to me before, actually. Um, and I've also done the same, right, where you're not able to attend something, but you actually let the organizers know that you're recommending someone and they actually take that person seriously. 
because again association right so i'm curious to know if you've worked with a brand in your industry um and if you've worked with a brand that's doing similar things as you how did it go um did you do your due diligence in terms of actually understanding how close of a competitor they are and understanding the differences between your businesses what you she actually could discuss or what you needed to you know steer clear of discussion wise because maybe there were too many overlaps thank you for listening to this podcast please leave a review and make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss any new episodes also if you would like more information or would like to work with me head on over to my website www.thecreativecreative.com or email hello at thecreativecreative.com Until next time.